0: With any kind of fraud investigation that we do, one of the first things we look for are who is the total pool of potential liability for recovering from that fraud. Look, if you're a victim of a Ponzi scheme, that Ponzi schemer, whoever it is, allegedly may have some assets to be recovered from. Maybe the Ponzi schemer has a bank account. Maybe they have real estate. Maybe they have vehicles and you want to. Definitely go after those assets, but many times a Ponzi scheme or fraud or scam, whatever it is, the person or company directly behind it doesn't have all the money available to pay back all the victims. So third party liability or nominee trustees or other legal theories are many times used to recover all the funds from victims. So if you're a victim, you wanna make sure that whatever investigation is being performed for your scam or your fraud, is looking at all the deep pockets they can pay back the money. Because if you only go back after the primary actor, there might not be enough funds to go around, right? So remember, we're not attorneys, we're not giving you legal advice, you wanna get good legal advice from a qualified law firm if that's what you need. But as you're looking at this, make sure that whoever's working on your case, whether it's an attorney, a private investigator, an agency, is looking at these third parties. Remember the Scott Rothstein case in uh, Florida, or even the Bernie Madoff case in New York. The victims in those cases got back almost all their money, 100% on the dollar. And the reason why is because third parties, mostly banks, were claimed against to get back the money. And here we go again, FTX, the major crypto scam that people have been reading about for the last weeks and and days that's going bankrupt, there's billions of dollars at stake, you know, 20, 30 billion, 50 billion, depending on how you add it up. And the primary source of that fraud, allegedly Sam Bankman freed may not have all that money to go around. So already there are attorneys that are suing and looking for third parties. In one case, they're going after the golden state warriors because They had received endorsements from this FTX calling it the official cryptocurrency platform. So if you're a major NBA team and you say this is our official cryptocurrency platform, you may have liability to pay back unrecovered losses to victims and they're being sued. In other cases, some celebrity endorsers Tom Brady, Shaq, those promoters are now being sued by victims and liability may depend on whether it's deemed a security. And it also hinges on whether compensation was disclosed. We've seen this in other fraud cases where a celebrity or even advertisers, there was a case for a real estate scam that that was paying for ads in the Wall Street Journal and the Wall Street Journal had to give back the money that they were paid for these ads and even come out of pocket even more. Another famous case, the Jeffrey Epstein case, they have victims and those accusers are suing Deutsche Bank and JP Morgan because they say the claims that the banks facilitated these crimes. There's a legal theory that you'll hear many times called extending the fraud or enabling the fraud. Even if you are a third party who is kind of distant from the fraud, if you accidentally enable that fraud because you did not do your own proper due diligence, many times attorneys can look at those third parties as sources of recovery for victims. So make sure that when you're doing an investigation, you're not just looking at assets for the fraudster, for the scammer. You are getting a list of potential third parties who can come forward with fill in the gap funding if that scammer is not able to make you whole as a victim. Now it's up to your attorney and the court to decide how much comes from each party, if any, but make sure you at least have that information to present to the court. A lot of times attorneys won't do it. The court's not going to do it. So you want to make sure that you bring that forward. And look, not all these third parties may end up having liability. And all this is alleged at this point with FTX. But if it can be shown that they knew about the fraud or should have known about the fraud, or even if they didn't know, but they let slide some of their best practices. For example, in the Scott Rothstein case, there was a bank that allowed the scammer to open up bank accounts without filling out all the proper paperwork. Look, it was just basically an administrative error, paperwork problem. But the court said if the bank had done their due diligence and made that fraudster do the paperwork correctly, then the accounts wouldn't have been able to be opened and the fraud wouldn't have been able to go as big as it did. So you always want to look at what are the third parties? Are they accountants? Are they salespeople? Are they employment agencies are they even landlords there's been landlords that have been sued because they let a fraudster rent space in their building or, or a criminal so always look at third parties make sure you get a wide net of possible deep pockets and then let the the legal side sort out who owes what and who's liable for what so if you're a victim don't despair if at first it doesn't seem like the fraudster scammer allegedly whoever, doesn't have all the money because there may be others that can kick in. Also, remember, these third parties all have insurance policies. Many times, as soon as a legitimate professional company person, Golden State Warriors, whoever, gets a notice of claim, many times their insurance company says, look, we'll just put a policy limit on the table because we don't want to get involved with this kind of a case with fraud and discovery and depositions and everything else. Just put policy limit on on the table and let them sort it out. So sometimes the insurance companies are your best friend because they just want to put the money out there and buy their way out of the problem.